1: Hello, everybody. Welcome into com post post game show. I'm Sean Davis. This is the show where we spend the time to take a look at the the Lakers team from an X's and O's perspective, schematic uh, schematic and analyticals perspective, and talk about what this Lakers team is doing well and what this team uh, struggles at. What, what we need to see going forward, mostly recapping the game. But I have a different idea tonight. I have a different idea tonight. The Lakers are 20 games in. Trevor Spent did a great job talking about and breaking down tonight's game. And we'll talk about tonight's game, right? But I have a different idea for tonight's game. Tonight, celebrating the 20th game, Mark, we're gonna have some fun, right? I got this idea a uh a couple of games ago. maybe not a couple of games ago, but this is like eight games ago, maybe, or now I don't know. That's just a random number. But what we're gonna do tonight is we are going to scout the Los Angeles Lakers. What I mean by that is. We are going to look at this from the opposite perspective now, where we are X team preparing for the preparing for the uh, with the Lakers coming up and we're going to prepare for the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. We're going to do that. We're going to preview. Is it the Rockets Saturday? I think it's the Rockets Saturday. Um, So we're going to take a look at that matchup one more time. And yeah, it's gonna be a fun show. I'm actually really, really excited for this. So, get your get your water in, in terms of what I'm drinking at least. Or if it was a more, str- if you're a drinker, I suppose, grab your drinks. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, oh no, I have to pull out the bottom for this one. So yeah, we're gonna talk about this. Number one, first off, I'll briefly touch on the game. Uh, the the rebounding again, brutal. Um. The Lakers get out-rebounded tonight. I need to pull up the box score. Uh, I'm also going to share my screen so that we can go through this entire process together. Um, Some fun stuff around the league. The Warriors are beating up on the Clippers, so it's always nice to see that. Ooh, Damon just gave me really quickly. Damon just gave me a really good idea. So the Rockets, and let me make sure that I have all my tabs me. oh that's already me. okay uh damon just give me an idea rockets game plan attack the boards and help off the three uh help off the lakers from three same as every team so far should for the for this exercise should i game plan as i'm the rockets should i do that or should it just be like some rant, some like neutral team that we don't know what the team is How should we do it? Rockets. Rockets. Okay. I'm even more stoked to this now. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Make sure you guys leave a like on the video so we can get this out to as many people as possible. But uh, let's take a look at some of the the stuff from tonight really, really quickly. SGA, phenomenal. Um, I'm kind of used to this from them by now. Their entire starting lineup scored at least 15 points. SGA 33, the weirdo, 14 points, Lou Dort, 12 points, Chet, 18 points, five boards, and Jalen Williams, 21.7 assists to go along with five boards. Their bench tonight as well contributed 35 points off the bench. Kaysen Wallace is a freaking stud. I love Kaysen Wallace. And then Isaiah Joe, like – if I wasn't, a this Thunder team is super fun. I'm not going to lie. They're my favorite team in the NBA to watch, not named the Lakers. So, um, yeah, the Lakers just, I mean, Austin Reeves chips in 14 points late. But Christian um, Wood, seven points. But the bench, the bench has to be way better in terms of rebound. 11 rebounds off the bench. Christian Wood, four rebounds. Austin Reeves two rebounds. I'm never going to count Colin Castleton and Alex Fudge. So the bench really had seven rebounds. Like that's just unacceptable. The starters have to be better rebounders. Max no rebounds tonight. Torian Prince one rebound tonight. D'Lo three. LeBron and AD do do their part. Get twenty six rebounds. Like the the Lakers have to do a better job gang rebounding. Um, I will say this right. First off. Can we stop putting Torian Prince on the best player? It never works. Stop it. He has some of the hardest matchup difficulty in the NBA. I want to say, like, per B-Ball Index or whatever, their matchup difficulty grade, he's, like, 14th in the NBA in terms of matchup difficulty. And that was before tonight. He got a heavy dosage. Uh, I'm going to find this really quickly. Like, he's not a good defender. I'm not going to really complain about lineups or whatever because we're we're missing Ruri Hachimura. We're missing Jared Vanderbilt. We're missing Cam Rash, who, by the way, all those guys and Jackson Hayes might be back this Saturday, which makes me so happy. So, really excited to see this team fully loaded, fully healthy for the first time. I mean, you're still missing Gabe Vincent, technically, right? But to a certain extent, shrug, right? But we got to stop doing this man a disservice and stop putting him on the best player. Cause that leads into my second point. I thought Max did a way better job tonight on SGA than, um, than Torian Prince did. And that's not really saying much. I'm not even really like gassing up Max Christie right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more so just saying like stop putting Torian Prince on the best players. Like it makes no sense. So, I'm very intrigued by what a healthy Lakers team can look like this Saturday, um if we are fully healthy. I mean, again, no Gabe Vincent uh more than likely, right? So, man, this team is is still super super frustrating. Um let's see what what we got here in the chat really quickly before we get into this scout. I I am actually really really excited for this um this is why sean's a go take suggestions love sean i appreciate you damon for the suggestion um super chat allowing the weirdo to win embarrassing i'm tired yeah and we got a new member one diy brother is now a youtube member that is a well first i appreciate you becoming a member and you get exclusive perks like access to our early to our weekly previews video where we kind of do some stuff like this where we go in and kind of you know baseline scout some of these teams talk through some of these matchups also get some of the weekly live stream stuff exclusively to members and other uh great perks as well so very very excited about that and appreciate you for uh for being becoming a youtube member all right let's dive into the scout. let's dive in here so we are the Houston Rockets in this scenario, right? So this can also kind of play as our as our um preview for the Rockets game because we are playing it as the Rockets in this scenario, right? So let's take a look at some of the four-factor stuff, right? So the Lakers in offensive rating. This is they are 23rd in offensive rating. So they've actually moved up a couple of spots since the last time we did this. They're 23rd in offensive rating. In defensive rating, the Lakers are 15th after tonight's blunder. Give me up 133 points or whatever. I will say this, though, before I continue, the Lakers being in uh, the Lakers be- still being the 15th best defense in the NBA, I think it's still super, super encouraging. Considering, once again, we have not played a game, a regular season game with our best defender, our best perimeter defender, that is, right? We have yet to play a game like that this season, right? So I will still take this team being a top 15 defense, right? Uh, Offensive rebounding percentage, we're the Rockets. Uh, We don't rebound the ball all that well on the offensive glass for 22nd. The Lakers are the second worst team at it. Defensive rebounding, we're the Rockets. We're 11th at it. The Lakers are. Where are the Lakers? Defensive rebounding, the Lakers are ninth. That feels so off track. I'm not going to I did not anticipate the Lakers to be a top 10 defensive rebounding unit. I'm, I'm going to be completely straightforward with you. Uh, where do the Rockets rank in offensive rating? The Rockets are. 15th in offensive rating and defensive rating, the Rockets are seventh, right? All right. Let's take a look at some of our four factor data really quickly. All right. Effective field goal percentage, the Lakers are 10th now. Rockets are 14th. Free throw rate, Lakers are fifth. Rockets are in free throw rate. The Rockets are 19th. Turnover percentage, the Lakers will turn over the ball a lot. 22nd, the Lake, the Rockets. In terms of turnover percentage, top four. And then we just take took a look at some of the other stuff. All right, so we got our four-factor stuff. So number one thing off the top of my head, right, if I'm scouting for this Lakers team, number one is you got to defend without fouling. Like, that is a big key for this team, all right? If you are able to defend without fouling, you'll be in a good spot to beat this Lakers team, right? That's just like the foundational level to beat this team, right? Um, Let's take a look really quickly at some of the Lakers' weaknesses in terms of like some of their clean-the-glass data. Lakers. Team stats. All right. So, frequency, the Lakers are going to give up a ton of threes, all right? So, that's another thing, right? The If we're the Rockets in this scenario, we got to be able to hit our threes. We're going to give them up. You got to be able to take them and make them. They're going to do a good job protecting the paint, all right? They're going to do a good job protecting the paint. We got to be able to, to hit our shots at the rim when we get them, right? And we got to be able to knock down our catch-and-shoot threes, all right? Uh, the Lakers, again, they do a really, really good job at protecting the rim protecting the short mid-range game and uh they're middle of the packet and three-point defensive uh field goal percentage so again we got to do a good job with that in the half court they're trying to get to the rim that's where honestly they're at their best the lakers i'm referring to the lakers as uh you know not the number one team they are number one right now in terms of number one shooting at the rim right Above the break threes, the Lakers are really, really good. Above the break, three-point shooting team, corner shooting team. This is the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA. So, with that being said, we're starting to we're starting to slowly put some things together here. Right, number one, defend without fouling. Again, probably the most important thing if we are talking about guarding this Lakers team and slowing down this Lakers team. Right. You have to be able to defend without fouling at a high level, all right? Number two, in terms of slowing this Lakers team down offensively, right, we have to, just from an analytical standpoint, right, we have to be able to uh, to slow this Lakers team down. We have to be able to collapse the paint, switch everything, and I'm not sending nail help, right? I'll help uh, from the backside and, and from the baseline stuff. I'll help off the corners on this team, right? I'm not helping on nail jumpers and stuff like that right because you go to this Lakers team right you go to a like LeBron James or whatever we'll, let, let's backtrack first LeBron has been really really good this season in terms of like catch and shoot stuff but all of LeBron, all of LeBron's catch and shoot opportunities as you guys will know being Laker fans right they're above the break Delos a lot of Delos threes are above the break. Austin's makes like Austin's been a terrible corner shooter this year, but Austin's three point makes have been above the break. Like this is a way better above the break shooting team. As we just mentioned, right? Six best in the NBA, right? Got to be better. All right. So this is the Lakers offense. Jesus. This is the Lakers offense. All right. This is kind of depressing. I'm not going to lie. They are in transition. They're really, really good. Ball screen stuff, they're going to run ball screen offense a ton. They run ball screen offense at the 73rd percentile. They also face more, like, aggressive defensive coverages for, like, hedging or blitzing or switch aggressive switching or sending nail help, right? So let's first off take a look at their ball screen stuff, right? They run ball screens at the eighth highest frequency in the NBA, in terms of turnover percentage off of said ball screens, the Lakers are the sixth worst team in terms of turnover percentage at a ball screen. So, again, we are learning more and more seventh worst team in terms of uh t- turnovers off of ball screens, right? So, with that being said, all right, I I think we're we're, we're getting somewhere, right? We we got to take away the, the, the lob threat opportunity for Anthony Davis because when they do get it, right, when they get it it, 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 it it's open, right? You got Anthony Davis, who is still an elite, you know, lob threat, right? ISO game is going to be there. The post-up offense is going to be there, right? But, and this is essentially the point that I'm trying to get at with this exercise is, like, We did this with the Thunder essentially. We do this for every game, essentially, right? The Thunder, we were like having nightmares to a certain extent trying to scout for them, right? Maybe not nightmares, but it was like legitimately a hassle to scout them, right? And maybe it's not, I think part of it is I cover the team. We're all fans of the team. So we watch this Lakers team every single game, right? But there is a, Level of comfortability that I have right now with scouting this Lakers team, right? And again, part of it is the fact that I cover this team and I watch this team every single game, right? But there, there isn't a level of just like uns like just unstoppableness. I'm making up words, so there's another Seanism for you. But there isn't another, there isn't a level of this Lakers team offensively or defensively where you're like. Man, like this, this team just is unguardable. All right, right. Or like you can't score on their defense, right? Like it's tough, right? So we're going to get into this now, right? I think number one, if I'm an opposing team, right? And I'm trying to slow down the Lakers offense first, right? If I'm trying to slow down this Lakers offense camera, Got a little bit blurry there. But I'm trying to slow down this Lakers offense. Number one, I am – it kind of starts on the other end, right? I sprint back in transition, right? I match up really, really quickly, okay? And we're going to put this on the full screen here so that I can I can show off the, the beautiful graphic well, – or not graphic, but data a, a little bit more, right? But I am sprinting my butt back in transition. I am allowing – for you know, our guards to be physical and and we need like Sangoon to get back, right, in transition and not allow AD to rem run stuff like that, right? But matchup-wise, so who is the Rockets bet top lineup? Their top lineup. So presuming the Lakers keep the starting lineup the same. Maybe they throw Cam Rash back in there for tomorrow, right? So there's top, their top lineup is Fred Van Blee, Jalen Green, Dylan Brooks, Jabari Smith, and Alfred Sangoon. Okay, cool. So Fred VanVleet, you got Dylan, right? Um, Jalen Green, excuse me. Jalen Green, you have the matchup of Cam Reddish. We're just going to throw you on Cam Reddish. J- Dylan Brooks, you got LeBron, Jabari Smith, you got Torian. No, we're going to put. Fred we're gonna put Fred on no we gonna put Jalen on Fred no crap we can put Jalen on Torian and Jabari on Cam and then Alfred got he has AD right so going back to this Lakers team right we got pressure the ball we got pressure the ball at a high level I am literally helping off the corners at, at all costs right I am aggressively switching I'm switching one through four no two through four and. I'm hedging if it's if it's Fred VanVleet throwing into the ball screen or whatever, right? Because I I want LeBron and these guys to turn the ball over, right? And I know that if you go look at like the Lakers, they just turn the ball over way too much. 20.6% when you send extra help. So that's th- that's the problem here, right? Like they are when the Lakers get a shot up out of their ball screen offense, they're pretty efficient, right? 1.11 points per shot attempt, right? But the reason why they sh- they face it at the fifth highest rate, reason why they face these these aggressive defensive coverages at a high rate is because the Lakers literally are bottom 6 in the NBA turning the ball over. Like they are all, they can't take care of the damn basketball, right? And in ter- terms of possessions per game, in terms of how much they face it they're fifth. So, yeah, if I'm an opposing team, yeah, I'm going to aggressively switch. I think this Lakers team has really, really struggled when you aggressively switch, you pack in the paint, and we're fronting Anthony Davis. I'm going to pull up my uh, my whiteboard here in just a second, but, like, that's what it is. Let's see who all their ball screen offense is going to. Like, for starters, yeah, I'm, and this is the Laker fan in me opening back up right now, right? I know for the exercise we we're supposed to be the Rockets, right? But why the hell does Austin Reeves have the most have the most pick and roll possessions? Why? That makes no sense to me. For what? Like LeBron only had 181 possessions out of ball screens makes zero sense to me whatsoever, ever, right? And Austin's turning it over on ball screens. 14.4%. And that's just like all ball screens, right? Let's go to the aggressive switching stuff. When the defense sends extra help, that's all defense commits mean, right? Again, Austin's getting the front of it, right? And the you, you can just see the offense right here just crumble with Austin Reeves with the ball right now, right? And the reason being, right, is because Austin – isn't this great athlete, and he isn't this great, like, handler of the ball. He's a good ball handler, right? But I mean by handler of the ball, like, he's not a guard that can break you down with his handles, right? He's a crafty dude. He's a good shot maker, right? But we've seen teams. We just saw a couple of games, like, a couple of games in a row even, right? We've seen, you know, teams just full court pick up uh, full-court, pick up Austin Reeves and just pressure the hell out of him, and he's gotten more turnovers out of it. I'm going to go to Austin Reeves in a second, but he's a big part of this, of the Lakers' offense, and he has a turnover percentage of 20.5. That's just unacceptable. Unacceptable, right? So pressure the hell out of Austin Reeves, right? Make him make him uncomfortable, right? Right? D'Lo and LeBron, I'm still going to aggressively switch on D'Lo, right? I might hedge LeBron and tag off the backside corner, right? Because the Lakers shooting in the corners this season has been atrocious, right? I'm probably not sending any nail help, right? Which is, again, why I probably just hedge, right? Because this Lakers team is a good three-point shooting team from the corners. I mean, from the perimeter. I mean, yeah, from above the break, right? Let's see where this Rockets team is on like three-point defense.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Learn more at marines.com
1: three-point defense. Yeah. They're the best team in the NBA in terms of three-point defense, right? Which plays in nicely to how we want to play defense with the hedging, right? Hedging. Essentially, we want to give up the three we're, we're a little bit more like we're trying to get the ball out of your hands, but we are tagging off the corner to make sure that the three-point shot is not wide open. Right? So like, this is a big part of, of of what I'm doing schematically. Secondly, right, I am pinching down on Anthony Davis' uh post-up attempts, right? I'm just going to overcommit and overhelp, right? Cuz again, the Lakers they face some of these more aggressive coverages more often, right? And the offense with AD just isn't good enough on post-ups when you send doubles. I'm going to make Anthony Davis consistently consistently beat me with his passing, right? Beat me with his passing. Uh, and I'm tagging on cutters, and again, I'm le- I'm not, like, naked leaving these dudes open, but I'm protecting the rim at all costs. This is the best team at the rim in the NBA and one of the worst teams shooting from three. Okay, bet. Let's do that and attack uh, and pinch down at the rim and give up some of the corner three, right? Give up those corner threes all day long. Make the Lakers shoot 30 corner threes, right? Make them shoot thirty corner threes. We're gonna win by twenty, right? And I'm, I'm I keep saying we because I think about this from an opposing team's mindset, right? If you're uh, if you're new or just now tuning in, right? So from a defensive standpoint, right? If I'm the Lakers, also the Lakers don't seem like they know how to beat a zone like consistently, right? So yeah, <laughs> I'm throwing a zone out there against the Lakers for like eight possessions. Yeah, and I'm scheming out the lob threat as well. Make these dudes hit tough shots and make these dudes hit corner threes, right? All right, defensively, or now offensively for the Rockets, right? First off, I am attacking the hell out of their guards. So, Jalen Green, Van VanVleet, go kill, right? Go have a field day, right? Go have, or, or if Austin Reeves is guarding you, go at him flat out go at him right if i i'm dragging ad up out of ball screens right get him out of the play if i can and i am the the lakers are gonna play a ton of drop so i'm gonna spam my drop coverage beers i'm gonna go pick and pop a ton too since so singun jabari smith be ready right if the lakers want to switch i'm gonna go so i'm gonna hit up my switch beaters like It's going to be a little bit harder now. I'll give them this. I'll give the Lakers this. It'll be a little bit harder to scout and, like, game plan for the Lakers defense as the healthier they get, right? But the thing that I think you guys are understanding now through this exercise, right, is that at least the Lakers offense is very easy to scout right now and very easy to game plan for, right? One, and I'll tell you why, right? One. Because the Lakers just don't have this, like, easy button. What I mean by that is all these elite offenses, right, have elite, ha- have something that is just unstoppable about them, right? Indiana, Tyrese and ball screens. Oklahoma City, SGA by himself, and then the three-point shooting. Denver, Jamal Murray, and Nikola Jokic two-man game with the shooters. So just Jokic post-ups, right? uh boston tatum has been relatively efficient this year last time i checked right phoenix devin booker KD, really devin booker ball screen since you have been he's been money right and the list goes on and on right the lakers what should be their uh what should be their their like unstoppable thing or their easy money i called it uh I think I call it just easy offense, right? Like, what's your easy offense, right? What should be it, right, is, is, you know, limited because of two things, right? It's one, because your shooting sucks, right? Right now, at least, again, from the corners, right? Your shooting sucks. And B, because of inconsistent play calling. And the reason why the shooting is so much a problem for, like, limiting their their easy offense, like we're calling it, right, is because of the fact that the Lakers want to get to LeBron and AD pick and roll. That should be their easy offense, right, or AD post-ups. That should be their easy offense, right? But the fact that you're shooting, especially from the corners, is so bad. Teams are just going to tell like, a lot of tags on cuts and rolls, like tags meaning, like, drop down literally tag the man essentially until we're able to rotate out of it a lot of those tags defensively come from the corners you're not tagging from the wing right that's just a dumb decision right but the tags are going to come from the corner so okay cool we have terrible corner shooting okay bad I'm just going to tag off a of Torian Prince tag off of Jerry Vanderbilt Cam Reddish Austin Reeves this year Max Christie Rui well Rui's been fine but like I'm just going to do that all game. Right. And that's why, that's why the LeBron 80 pick and roll stuff isn't as unstoppable as it should be. Right. Because you're, if you tag off of a Jamal Murray, Anthony, uh, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic pick and roll, okay, bet that's an open three for KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Julian Strother. I don't know what Eric Goren shooting this year. Right. But you guys get my point. Right. And then also, the play calling is just super freaking inconsistent to where one game, one game will have a great play calling game, right? Or actually, we just saw it. Literally, Philly was the worst game of the year of Darvin Ham's tenure as a Laker even in terms of play calling, right? And just organized offense, right? And then literally the next game, the Lakers have their best play calling game of the year by a lot, I think. Right, so okay, cool. First off, yeah, let, I'm a dare, Darvin Ham. I'm a damn Darvin Ham to like have an elite game planning game or um, excuse me, elite play calling game. I'm a dare him to do that. Why wouldn't I? So that's that that that's yeah. this has been fun. That was a fun exercise, and it, i I. If I'm an NBA team, I, I have to have the mindset, or I think I would have the mindset of if I can execute, and as long as we execute our stuff and we game plan it the right way, we should win. We should beat the Lakers by 15. That is literally my mindset. If I'm any team in the NBA, because why can't we? So, Avon Traders, doesn't this show Ham is the problem? Sad part is we can say that. They should do this and that, but nothing will change until Ham is better. I'm going to end the show on this, right? we am going to end the show on this. The biggest problem with Darvin Ham isn't the timeout stuff. I've been trying to say that I feel like for like a, a, a year now. Um The biggest problem – I'm trying to cut my monitor off. Okay, it's not going to work. The biggest problem with Darvin Ham is the timeouts. It is the rotations, right? It's none of that stuff. It's none of the the matchup stuff. None of that, right? The biggest problem with Darvin Ham is his stubbornness. And I've said this on recent shows, right? It's the thing that got Mike Boonehoser fired. It's what gets coaches fired, right? It's stubbornness. And I think Darvin, I've said this in the past as well, or recently at least, Darvin Ham at his best is a coach that can win, that you can win with and win an NBA championship with. I still firmly believe that. Like at his best, Darvin Ham can win you a championship. Darvin Ham in the first round and the second round, even last year was a really damn good coach against Memphis and against Golden State. I would say take out game 2 of that Golden State series. And you know, like Darvin coached two great series, right? But Darvin is also the a guy that can lose you a couple of games or lose you a series, right? Like there was stuff there was stuff that, you know, we we said that you know, that we said the Lakers should do heading into the series, right? And that they should have done, and it took them to like middle of game three to do it, right? Which is a coaching problem, right? So, like I said, Darvin at his best is a guy that can win, you can win with. At his worst, he's a guy that's gonna lose you games, right? And it's because of his stubbornness, it's because of his. Like first off, I don't understand why I'm not spamming 80 post up, 80 post up, 80 post up. Like if Anthony Davis demands the ball, you don't throw him the ball. Like that is a like a subable offense, right? Like that is a a get your ass, excuse my language, out of the game, like type of thing right there, right? And I think Darwin at times not wanting to adjust to certain things like mix up stuff like the lakers are a heavy drop coverage team right the lakers are a team that is more than willing to give up the three ball to protect the rim and to certain extent right i like believe in that philosophy right i believe in the the idea of protecting the rim first worry about the perimeter stuff later the best shot in basketball is a shot at the rim especially an open shot at the rim right so yeah i believe in the idea of protecting the rim first protecting the, the short stuff first and I'm more willing to give up the stuff outside, right? I understand that. But there are certain teams, right? Like, we're facing OKC, right? Okay, cool, yeah. I, I'm going to give up the paint a little bit more this game because they shoot 44% on like, catch and shoot threes or whatever, right? Like, we got to just think. Be basketball people, right? And at time, you have to adjust and move on from your philosophy, right, for a game or for a series even, right? Like, Come on, man. I don't even think Darwin's the sole problem. I don't, right? But I think there are stuff that he needs to do to get better at. And the fact that I spent 30 minutes and, like, scouted the Lakers fairly easily, it's kind of upsetting, right? But, again, I do think a, a decent part of that is the fact that I cover the team and I watch this team every single day. So I think Cam's part of the problem. I don't think he is the whole problem. But 20 games in, we haven't seen this team healthy yet. Eleven and nine, I'll take it. I can name ten better coaches. Great coaches win championships. I can name twenty better coaches than Darvin. What was the point of the comment? The point was that he can he can win a championship, right? That was the point I was trying to make. All right. Hey, Sean. Uh, I had a very sarcastic response to that, but I'm going to be a good human being. All right, chat. (laughs) Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in here. I really appreciate you guys for for sticking around. After a rough loss, we got ready for – we got the Houston Rockets on Saturday. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore DAVI. We have a – Great show ahead of you guys tomorrow. The Lakers live show exclusively for members. I hope you guys enjoyed this idea, this concept of scouting the Lakers. Just came to me again. I remember Damon and some of the other chat uh, suggesting it, right? So I thought tonight would be a really fun night, 20 games in. So appreciate you guys for sticking with me. Till next time, everybody. Have a good night. Stay safe. Go Lake Show. Peace.
2: When you make decisions for your company,